Hello and welcome to another episode of the Defining the Dash program. My name is Mark Mullins, your host, joined today by my good buddy who is gradually uh, falling away on us in his weight loss journey, uh, Chad Clifton. Chad, how are you today? Doing good, brother Mark. Happy New Year, buddy. Hey, Happy New Year to you, man. I was thinking about that episode we done last week, and we were talking about these New Year's resolutions and things that we're going to do differently and how we're going to go about doing that. And I have began my New Year's resolution, brother. What's your New Year's resolution? Oh, I ain't told you yet. Oh, my New Year's resolution. <laughs> We're getting the cart before the horse. We are. That's we are. how this podcast works. Yeah. Hey, we go long, backwards. As long as you got a cart and a horse, it don't matter which, which, how they come into play sometimes. But, brother, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to try, you convinced me last week, to try to read a book. Every month, on a monthly basis. Well, that's great. Yeah. Um, the uh, I hate to put this online, but I hate to read. Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, how, my, do you, how do you really feel? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, so I, I think that is an awesome, uh, awesome uh, resolution for you. Um, I, I, I wish you luck with that. I will support you. You know, you can borrow my library card if you'd like. Awesome. But. Uh, I, 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 I cannot get into reading. Like, if it ain't high-going action from the get-go, then then I'm, I I lose it after so many pages. So that is one thing I do need to get better at. Uh, or one, one, one more of many things one that more I need to do better at. Hey. Um, so we, my daughters, my wife, my daughters, um, me and the boys, we we don't care too much about reading. But now my wife and daughters, they love love reading. And Stacy and Beck both for sure. Katie, well, she's about the same way too. Two days they'll have a book done, if not in one day. I mean, Whoa. they'll just sit down and pff, done. And um, like a little golden book or like no, a book, book like like what I consider a lot four hundred pages or oh yeah yeah I've never read and, a book that thick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of like 80, 90 pages. Yeah. I'm like, book. one time I read a pamphlet. <laughs> uh, that was my New Year's resolution. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. But yeah, they, they do very well with reading and, and they love reading. So, uh, But I just, I had never been able to really, and a lot of it is I, I have trouble remembering it years down the road. Mm-hmm. Like I love history and I can read about history. But I forget it again so quick. Mm-hmm. I would have to go back and read the same books over and over. Well, it just changes all the time. Yeah. It, it depends on who's writing the book. Yeah. And, and who's going back and erasing it now. Exactly. But yeah. Exactly. So uh, I guess we're getting a little sidetracked, really. But uh, yeah, they uh, <laughs> they love to read. They will sit and read. And, and one of the things, which I, I, I probably mentioned this last week, is um, one of the things my daughter had started, which I think is an awesome resolution. Her and some more girls from the church. Um, it's the program uh, Read the Bible in 90 Days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, 
that is quite the task. That is the task. I was like, reading the Bible in one year is a task. That's a task in itself. Is a task in itself. And uh, so, like the other day, we were we were talking, and like the very first day of it was going to be, uh, I think it was like the first eleven chapters in Genesis, and then she skips over to Job and reads a couple of chapters, mm-hmm. and that was just your first day of reading. She, she missed a few few books. Yeah, <laughs> and so it that don't count. Around like that, yeah. that don't count. <laughs> and so I was like, "What are you going to do when you get into Psalms?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and there's like a hundred some verses to you know, and. Uh, I was like, "What have you got to do? You know, seven or eight chapters of that." But, um, but she loves to read, so it would work great for her. Now, me, I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't even follow the, you know, one year deal. Yeah, because I just like, I love the Bible and I love learning from it. But just having the discipline sometimes to, just if I'm not particularly trying to study something out or you know, it's hard sometimes just to sit mm-hmm. and read something, and so. Uh, you know that that would be a, a great one to to learn um, to to do would be would take take more time in reading. Yeah, well, brother Chad, I was thinking about our conversation last week about these New Year's resolutions, and I was thinking about some things that may apply to some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I know it applies to me, and uh, I may be the only listener that it applies to, and so mm-hmm. everybody can listen to what applies to me. Sure, but a lot of people. When they think about a new year, we've got a clean slate. Mm-hmm. We can do things differently, like we talked about last week. One thing that a lot of people want to try in January is actually making a budget. Oh, yeah. The B word. New year, new you. And oh, one thing I definitely need is a new bank account. Oh, well, there's another B and word. So, <laughs> so can, I borrow, can I borrow your bank account, Mark? Yeah, I don't know if it'll do you a lot of good right now. But uh, maybe in a few months. we ain't started our budget We ain't started a budget yet. But I was thinking about budgeting, and there's an interesting passage in the Bible I want to read to us about this to kind of as a launching point. Absolutely. John chapter number 6, verses 5 to 7. Now, this has taken place when Jesus is about to feed the 5,000. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the miracle that, and man, that was a miracle. Yes. You know, sometimes feeding my family mm-hmm. at one setting, especially at Christmas time, is a miracle, man. Right. You know, you get your in-laws in there, you get your outlaws in there, you get everybody in there, and the turkeys only get so big, you know? Right. But anyway, so when you're talking about feeding 5,000, this is interesting. And so here's what the Bible says in John chapter number 6, verse number 5. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come to him unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? Mm-hmm. So he asked Philip, there's 5,000 guys here, 5,000 people. And he says, Phil, where can we get some food? Oh, yeah. you know, he may not have called him Phil. I would have called him Phil. It just sounds right. Oh, yeah. And so, Phil, where can we get some food? And so, and then he says, and this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. And then the story goes on, talks about the lad that was there with the five barley loaves, two small fishes, and Jesus performs the miracle and everybody gets, gets food uh, and some stuff was taken up over the end, uh, at, at the end of the miracle, which is awesome. But going back to this, before Jesus breaks the bread and he breaks the fish, 
here, and he performs this miracle. What's interesting to me is that there was a need, and Jesus looks at Philip, and he says, let's get some food to feed these people. Mm-hmm. And so the Bible here references 200 penny worth of bread. And so when I looked up how much is 200 penny worth, I've got 200 pennies mm-hmm. in my bank account right now. Sure. You know, You're two right. bucks. And so, but 200 penny worth in 2010, that was about $282, according to answers.com. Don't know if it's reliable or not, but it's better than what I had, right? right. So 282 bucks feeding 5,000 people. There's definitely not enough money here to take care of this. Right. And sometimes I wonder, man, Phil, where's your budget? Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> eating into his budget. <laughs> McDonald's, Taco Bell, got into Phil's budget. And so when I was thinking about this, what is a budget? Mm. You know, a budget is a plan for your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wise person once said, that having a budget, Brother Chad, is a way of telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. That's a good point. Isn't that something? Man, I remember when we started working on some budget stuff, you know, a couple years ago, Jen and I, we started a budget, and she's she's better at budgeting than I am, you know. But um, we started looking at that, man, and I would pull credit card statements and I start looking down through there, this purchase and this purchase, and it's like, man, I went to Taco Bell a lot. No right. wonder I can't lose weight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't as cheap yeah. as it used to it's be. It's not as cheap as it used to be. But I'd go down through there, man. We, we'd, we'd have things on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we had uh, uh, subscriptions coming out every month. I, I'd forgot about it from a couple years ago, sure. and it was coming out five yeah. bucks here, ten bucks there. And then at the end of the month, I was kind of wondering, where in the world is my money at? Yeah. But when I started looking at that, I seen where it was when it was going. So what a budget is, brother Chad, is when we when we go to make a budget, we are essentially telling our money where to go instead of wondering where it went. I want to start a boomerang. Go ahead. That way, when I tell my money where to go, it ends up coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> a boomerang what, budget. A boomerang budget. That's I love what it. I need. I love it. Uh, but yes, that is. Uh, so true. My wife and I, we used to be so, especially in the early stages of our marriage, uh, early years of our marriage, we were, um, we would sit down a certain day and we would get the notebook out and we, we listed all of our bills and we'd say, okay, this much is going here, this much here, here, here. Mm-hmm. And we would have an envelope and we would say, okay, we're leaving this amount in the bank. This is just for the bills. We're drawing this out in cash to have for what we need. And then we'd put this much into a separate envelope for like a savings. And um, mm-hmm. and we kept a close watch on that. Well, as kids came along, time progressed and all that, we no longer do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things are set up on auto pay, but some are not. And uh, and so oftentimes you really don't know where your money's went. Right. Um, and uh, like you said, subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can go into things and subscriptions get set up you don't realize. Sometimes mm-hmm. you think you cancel subscriptions and um, they don't get canceled out, and you just keep getting hit month after month. And so uh, there's been several times, it's, it's a common thing at the end of the month to pull up the bank account and then be like, whoa, where did all the money go, just like you was talking. Absolutely. And so, yes, yeah, like uh, one critical step in budgeting uh, is going to be um, keep a very close watch on, like you said, your credit card statements, your mm-hmm. debit card statements, your bank transactions, 
Um, my bank account currently gets hacked about every three months. Yeah. My, um, my bad. And <laughs> <laughs> Taco Bell. Yeah. That's, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do, man. You gotta Hackers got to gotta eat, too. There's, there's not enough in my budget, man. I had to use some of yours. <laughs> I understand. I'll try to give you a raise, yeah. brother Mark. Thanks. Thanks. But uh, <laughs> we... We we you know it's 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 often that happens so you got to you got to just keep a close watch on that um, and and this day and time the hacking and things into your account is so um, so frequent that mm-hmm. uh, a person could really you know if a person had a bank account more substantial than what I've got they could lose a lot of money fast. Mm-hmm. and um, so it's it, it, it's very important too to get a, a close watch on that. Uh, for that purpose too. Well, brother, I tell you, I'm just talking out there to the single guys, you know, before getting some of these tips on, on budgeting, mm-hmm. uh, probably the best thing you can do as a guy is get married. <laughs> because your spouse, if you had money, man, you know where your money went. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a bad joke. Uh, but first tip I have here, brother Chad. This this comes all this comes from uh, from Dave Ramsey. If and some of our listeners may have heard that name before. Still not a sponsor. We're waiting on you, Still Dave. Still not a sponsor. Still like the guy. Yes, I identify with him a lot. A lot in my bald head. Um, <laughs> other than that, we don't have much in common. But but this is from his daughter Rachel Cruz and Dave, and and a few tips that they had, and I, I like some of this stuff. Is the first tip that they would recommend that I would also recommend when it comes to budgeting uh, for married people, uh, particularly, is you got to do a budget with your spouse. Yes, you got you got it. You got spit shake and pinky promise that this is a plan. Yeah, if you both don't agree on the budget, it's not going to work because if you got one person that's trying to do the budget and stick to the budget and everything, and then you got the other person that's just going behind trying to sneaking by this and sneaking by that and that money's still going out even though this other person don't know it's not going to work you no, know it's not going to work yeah. you're you know poking holes in the bucket while the other one's filling it up absolutely know? man so. i just i you know if you're in that situation just hope you're the guy on the bottom poking the holes in the bucket you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> trying to fill it up but the first advice i'd give brother chad to somebody is is if you're married you know do do be on the budget develop a budget with your spouse both of you looking at it together and agreeing on the different line items. I think that's that's yeah. very important. One of the um, things when we was looking into this that I found, and uh, our old buddy Dave Ramsey actually mentioned this on one of his episodes the other day too, um, and I was like, whoa, I know what that is, mm-hmm. uh, was the zero-based budget. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of think zero-based was, was that I'm not going to have any money left if I do a zero-based budget. And that, that's not necessarily what that means. Right. The zero-based budget just means you can account for, you know, we're, we're currently sitting here in the month of January. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, I get paid one time per month. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would sit down now and I would say, okay, February's coming. I'm going to get paid on this date in February. Right. These are the bills I know of. Each one is around this amount. And mm-hmm. I pick a slot, basically, for every dollar that I know I'll get paid. Mm-hmm. And so there's no money just left hanging out there. Now, that's not saying that, you know, savings or, you know, you right. still put into that. That's sure. that's that's part of the budgeting. 
that's not saying don't leave anything left for budgeting. But uh, the zero base is just saying you know where every dollar is going. Right. So every dollar essentially has a name and has a job. Absolutely. Before the month begins. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yes. That is awesome. That is awesome. Man, I need to I need to do something with my kids, man, and make sure every one of my kids got a job before the month begins. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the truth. All right, now, brother Chad, you was talking about February uh-huh. and something else to to kind of keep in mind about about budgeting is you we have to remember that every month is going to be different. Yes, Valentine's Day just comes once a year. Yes, and it's always February the fourteenth. Right, Christmas is always December twenty fifth. Yep, you know what I mean. And so, going into February next month, if we haven't started a January budget, going into February, we know, guys, you need to set you a few extra bucks to the side mm-hmm. in, in a line item that I need to get my wife some roses and some, you know, chocolates. And, you know, it don't matter if it's milk chocolate. Well, it might matter to her. But, you know, milk chocolate <laughs> or dark chocolate or white chocolate, whatever chocolate. But, um, and then school supplies. You know, school supplies usually is not something we have to budget for in summer like it is during the school year. And then uh, routine car maintenance, like an oil change. Sure. Most people don't need to do that every month. Yeah. But if you're paying attention to your car, you kind of get an idea about when we'll need to do that. Yeah. And uh, and kind of keep that in mind when you're making your line items on your budget. Uh, not not only, you know, like holiday months mm-hmm. and then you're on birthday months, you know, but... You can't set necessarily a blanket budget for the whole year. Sure. Because your pay may change, your right. um, your bills may change. Uh, but not only that, but per se, um, you know, the month of April, you know, when things is warming up and you're having to cut your air conditions back on and, and all mm-hmm. that, okay, you, your power bill is probably going to be less then than it is in December, January. Sure. And so... Sure. It's uh, unless you you know I can remember back when we uh, again in the early years of our marriage before we had to go on the budget that the power company offers, mm-hmm. um, you know, April May June uh, when we was running the air condition my power bill would be like sixty seventy bucks, right. But then as soon as the cold months would hit you're looking seven eight hundred dollars a month. Oh yeah, man. And so um, and now it would be even more than that if I wasn't doing the the budget and paying a set price every month. Right. But. Um, you know, so you're not going to be able to sit down in January and be like, okay, this is my budget for this whole year. This is how I'm doing it. This is, this is going to be something you'd have to commit to once a month sitting down and being like, okay, you know, I, I need to change what I allot for utilities. I need to change what I'm allowing, you know, um, and, and go from there. If you're in construction, there may be rain days where your pay, your payday is going to be smaller than what it was last month when it was all sunshiny and you know, you had overtime, you right. know, so uh, there's going to be things that's going to affect it. So don't go into it expecting, oh, I can just sit down and and set this one thing that's going to last every month and it's going to be a, a one-stop shop and it's going to fix it all because it's going to, just like a marriage, it's going to take work. It's going to take work. <laughs> hey, but, it, but it's worth it, man. It's worth it if you stick to it. That's for sure. Um, but let's say, Brother Chad, that I'm looking at I'm looking at my, my piece of my spreadsheet or my piece of paper mm-hmm. and I'm wanting to create a budget. Mm-hmm. I've talked myself into it now. I have to remember that when I start into this, first things first. Mm-hmm. There's some things that are going to be more important in my budget than other things. Absolutely. Now, yeah. I love Taco Bell. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Not a sponsor. I just love Taco Bell. But 
there are things in my budget that needs to come before Taco Bell. Right. So the four walls of the budget or the four biggies, number one would be food. Mm-hmm. So it really don't matter what somebody's budget look like if right. there's not a line item for food. You know what right. I mean? I mean, you can you can pay you can pay for your transportation, you can pay for your car maintenance, but if you ain't got food by the end of the month, it ain't gonna matter because you're gonna be dead. Yeah, and now when you're budgeting for food, now that's gonna count. I mean, food's food. Yeah, it's grocery store food, which sure. is gonna go a lot farther. Absolutely. Or McDonald's. Absolutely. You know, and so uh, you you have to be careful if you've only got five hundred dollars set aside for food for the month, mm-hmm. and you go to McDonald's three times this week. Right. And then spend over a hundred bucks at McDonald's between three trips with, you know, depending on how many kids you got or right. whatever. Or how much you like McDonald's. Or your neighbor's kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> then, uh, uh, then uh, you know, a lot of your food budget for the month is already gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and so you really got to be mindful and be careful of that. Um, but, yeah, and, and by all means, be sure not to leave food out of your budget. Absolutely, man. Hey, but, you know what? Beans and rice, man. If you you can go, you can go Taco Bell or McDonald's. Spend your hundred fifty bucks every five hundred. You still got three hundred fifty bucks. You can buy a lot of beans. Oh yeah, I'm man, sure. I remember the first time we 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 got a foster replacement, the the middle child, and this blew my mind. Kid was six years old, comes live with us, and you know I'm thinking Oreos, ramen noodles, you know all these all these yummy foods, man. You know what I'm saying yeah. in my mind. And man, that old that, that old guy, man, he comes to the house and he falls in love with brown beans, oh, pinto man. beans. Oh yeah, Who oh could, yeah, man. Anybody? How, how could you not fall in love? With I knew he was a great guy. I was yeah. like, man, this is gonna be great for my budget. Match made in heaven. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so food food should be a, a top item on that, brother Chad. Absolutely. Also, uh, utilities, uh-huh. uh, water bill, uh, trash bill, uh, power bill. Some of those things he's talking about. Your car payments, you know. And so transportation along with the car payments and such and routine maintenance and shelter, you know, mortgage or rent or whatever it is. And those are probably the big four. Mm -hmm. And so before you get to anything else, you got to address the big four. Mm -hmm. So, um, But going on with the budget, Brother Chad, there's a lot you can do with the budget other than looking at month to month and the expenses and just trying to survive. When you do a budget, you can you can work to better yourself even in the future. Sure. And one of those things you can do is you can budget to pay off debt with a plan. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people has got debt. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very normal thing. Listeners, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So a lot of people has got debt. But if we can, if we can create a budget in our, in our households and in that budget, and we've got an extra 100 bucks left at the end of the month, you can take that hundred bucks and you can put it on your debt and you can start decreasing the money that you're paying out in interest on that debt. And so what that does is that betters your life now because you have control of your money, you know where things are going, but also it betters your life in the future because you're not losing so much money out to interest to build a bigger building for the local banks. Now I ain't got nothing against local banks. I know a lot of people <laughs> in local banks. But I'm just saying, but for me and my family, right. the less I can pay in interest, the better off my family is. And one of the biggies that we left out, um, and these this to this should really be right there with those top four that we're talking about, mm-hmm. is don't leave out your tithe, right? Uh, right? And put that in your budget. Don't pay that out of what's left. Absolutely. Uh, put that in the budget and plan ahead for that. Let that be just like any other, you know. I, I don't want to call it a bill, right? You know what I'm saying? 
but let count that in there. That's expected. You know that it's coming. You know something you know plan coming. Plan ahead for that. You yeah. know that's important. Continuing. You know, uh, con- helping to continue God's work. Um, make sure we get that in there on that. You you must be a spiritual guy. <laughs> I did not have that in my notes. I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be this honest with you, brother Mark. It was not in my notes either. This it just came to me while we was talking. Okay, all right. I'll just put that in my back of my notes. I'll put that in my. You know, you start, you talking about paying your tithes and stuff, man. And mom and dad raised five of us. Well, four and halfway raised me. I don't know what happened to me, but the other four they turned got out tired. They got tired. tired. <laughs> it was like I can't fix all of you. Yeah, we'll do what we can. Let the rest of Mark go. But um, you know. But, you know, I talked to mom a few times about, you know, growing up and, you know, we we grew we grew a big garden. I didn't, I thought everybody was growing gardens. You know, yeah. A lot of people did yeah, growing, growing up. up man, but, man, we would plant probably 200 pounds of potatoes a year. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy, man. And I love it was potatoes. Awesome. I do too, man. That's why I love fries, I guess. Yeah. Um, one of the many reasons from anywhere. But anyway, um, but uh, looking back on it, I talked to mom sometimes about how she, her and dad was able to raise five kids on a very limited income dad was disabled and mom she was volunteering to school and she would work some as a nurse and the number one thing that she she attributes us being raised to is her paying her ties absolutely her paying her ties i believe if you if you give to god what's his yep i think he'll bless you for it he'll take care of the rest of it yeah yeah and so, you know, just for just for my kids' sake, man, I, I pay my tithes now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so they get at least half raised, you know. But uh, now, looking at budgets, Brother Chad, uh, talking about paying off debt and first things first, when I done first on my budget, uh-huh. you know, I had this big old line item for food. Oh, and yeah. you know, and I thought, man, I've got a I've got a I gotta schedule in my Taco Bell my McDonald's. Yeah. And so but I realized just a little bit into that that I needed to shave the budget. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where are we going? We went from food <laughs> to shaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but sometimes sorry brother, if I gave you oh, a okay. deer and headlights look. I was like, what? I did that on purpose. I had a little dash shave dash the budget. Okay, gotcha. So I, was, <laughs> I was hoping for that, actually. It was in my notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but sometimes, brother, you you, you got you got to be willing to, to shave some stuff off. Sure, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Some things ain't as important as other things. If you're getting down towards that bottom of your budget and you've got more line items than you have income, you might want to look at dining out a little bit less or even buy discount clothes. Now, I thought that was interesting. Buying yes. discount clothes, man. I've got a, I have been blessed with an incredible, incredible family. And my wife is a bargain shopper. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And I, I, mean, I was looking at my, I was looking at my, uh, in my closet the other day, trying to pick out a shirt that didn't need to be ironed for work. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> my wife's out of town. Throw it in the dryer again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I was looking through there, man. I was like, man, some of my favorite shirts have been bought at Goodwill. Oh man, my, almost every suit I own, if I haven't bought it from somebody else used. Yeah, uh, came from Goodwill. Man, I love that, man. Yeah. But you know, when it comes to doing a budget, brother and sister, don't be afraid to cut out a little extra spending on the dining out, and don't be afraid to buy some discount clothes. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think absolutely. The other day, I actually went to donate to Goodwill, 
And while I was there, there was another gentleman that happened to be donating to Goodwill. <laughs> and I wish I had caught him before he donated because it would, well, have, saved, it would have saved me 15 bucks. But, uh, <laughs> but I did I did the right thing. And I, I asked the gentleman at Goodwill, I said, uh, this stuff we're donating right now, how long will it be before it goes out on the shelves? And uh, he said, oh, probably, you know, two or three hours. Why? I said, well, that. That Jack, that guy just donated to you. I need one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, do you have any idea how much you're going to ask for that? And he was like, well, no. He said, well, I'll take it over here. He said, if you're, if you're going to be here a minute, he said, if you'll run around to the double doors on the other side of that wall right there and go inside, he said, I'll go here, have her price it, and I'll set it outside that door and you just pick it up. I said, yes, sir. I'll be right there. All right, and man. Buddy, by the time I got around to the double doors, he had done got it priced and sitting out there. And I'm like, I, I, I shoved that in the buggy, and I'm like, how did somebody not pick this up? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I bought that a, is awesome. Bought a Christmas tree at Goodwill the other day. Really? Uh, this was before Christmas, by the way. So yeah, that was like, before the budget. Before, <laughs> yeah. The Goodwill tears my budget up about as bad as Taco Bell does. Oh, yeah. You know, my kids love Taco Bell. But um, I was wondering what it was tearing up on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the budget. It's the budget. Okay, gotcha. All right, go ahead. Carry on. But uh, it, uh, <laughs> uh, this tree, I mean, a lot of time Goodwills and thrift stores and stuff, they get a bad name. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's just somebody's old, holy, dirty clothes, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you can find some really good items there. And that, especially if you have a large family, mm-hmm. um, then... You can find, uh, you know, cost-effective uh, bargains there. But uh, they, uh, I found this Christmas tree, brand new from J.C. Penney or Sears or somewhere. Still had the price tag on it. Hadn't mm-hmm. been opened. When I opened it, the tree was all wrapped in bubble wrap, still and tied. Man. And it was uh, the price tag on the box from from Sears, where it was like four hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. We got the tree for like thirty bucks. Wow. Pre-lit. Had one of the little things in the floor that were plugs in the wall, and when you you just tap it with your foot and the tree comes on, I mean, nice man. And I was like, I love Goodwill. The good Lord just sent Goodwill. Yep. It's yep. Like, it's just like that's perfect. Goodwill became God's will. It probably was. <laughs> we, need to, we need to do an episode when Good Goodwill meets God's will. <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. That's oh, awesome, yeah. brother Jad. You've—I I hate to go, man, but you—you was talking about that deal of Goodwill. I'm ready to go Goodwill right now. So oh yeah, man, me too. I'm um, gonna—I'm gonna turn this episode off with these listeners and uh, maybe do some little shopping, and uh, <laughs> we'll come back next week and I'll let you know if I found anything or not. Well, I hope you had it in your budget. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> I need that line item. I need the line item. Don't take it away from your ties. That's right. Goodwill. I just put it in there. All right. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, join us next week as we continue on. And, And God bless you and make every moment count.